It's here, three years in the making. Today is the day. I am so excited to announce that the 90-day daily planner and journal is now available for you. It's going to be such a game changer for you, for your schedule, for your mindset in 2024. I've created 222 pages with the intention to help you create 90 days of success. Each day is going to give you a fresh restart each morning for your mindset and your momentum because you're going to have a journal prompt right next to your daily plan. In this book, I've included daily journal prompts to help you get out of your own way and find momentum, daily planning pages to help you make it happen and stay consistent, weekly planning tools that really helps you make your to-do list feel doable, vision casting to help you align your plan with your values and make sure that the plan you're creating each day is getting to you to where you want to go. Plus, one of my favorite parts is the first week of the journal and planner. Each day, you're going to have a productivity tip for me, like I'm there coaching you through how to create this schedule to help you be effective and efficient in your business and your work so that you can enjoy more freedom in your life. It's like I'm right there with you, walking you through your plan each day. And this is all only for $37 right now. You get all of this goodness packed into a pretty little spiral bound, soft covered book that I know is going to be your new favorite part of your morning routine. It's time to decrease things that hold you back and increase the things that move you forward to that life that you want. And it all starts here with the 90 days of momentum, two in one planner and journal. Get yours now while they're available. Head to coach amberb.com backslash journal. Again, that's coach, C-O-A-C-H, Amber, A-M-B-E-R-B.com backslash journal and order your copy today. Are you a woman who runs the world, but know you need a little support too? Listen up. Through coaching clients and pursuing my own health and ambitions, I found getting to a goal takes more than just willpower. It takes a mindset restart and learning how to adjust and not quit. In this podcast, you'll hear from women out there leading the way in momentum, and I'll be sharing impactful mindset strategies to help you get out of your own way. Whether you're on a health journey, starting your life after a big change, or trying to keep up momentum towards your passion project with all the ups and downs, this is for you. It's time to decrease the things that hold you back and increase the things that move you forward towards a life that you want. I'm Amber Bibelheimer, and this is the Momentum Restart Podcast. This episode is sponsored by the Momentum Restart, the fail-proof system created by me, Coach Amber B, to help keep you accountable to your goals and feeling your best. If you keep starting and quitting the same health program again and again, That doesn't necessarily mean you need to start something new. You really just need to add a momentum restart. You can learn more at fasterwaywithamberb.com forward slash restart. You are listening to episode number 10 of the Momentum Restart Podcast. I can't believe it that we are already here to number 10. And I know you are going to love my guest today, Holly Haynes from the Crush the Rush Podcast, which is one of my faves for entrepreneurs and anyone out there with a full schedule who is just trying to keep up momentum 
and fight that feeling of being burnt out. So have you ever made a list of to-dos for the week that really you could only accomplish if you had a thousand hour day and wonder why you don't feel like you got anything done all day? Or maybe you want to increase momentum or start a new passion project, but you're thinking, how can I even get this done? I can barely keep up with my life as it is. You know, I'm not going to let stand by and let that happen. So in this interview with Holly Haynes, a productivity coach, a business strategist who is crazy passionate about teaching women like you how to build a side hustle, really the job of your dreams, and scale without sacrificing your weekends or priorities. Holly believes you can create a routine that you love with the right strategy and systems to create a lifestyle that works and a business that scales without burnout. And that there is also a difference between time management and time freedom. And I know she is right. You can find Holly chatting business strategy on her podcast, which is one of my faves, Crush the Rush, raising her twins in Columbus, Ohio. And when she's not working, she's binging on Fixer Upper or planning her next vacation. So you can see why I love her already. So today you will hear all about how to create the perfect morning routine, one that has actually helped me, the night owl of all night owls, to enjoy the morning again and her crush the rush method, which this is the same method I've been using this last year to help create consistency in a schedule to build a dream life schedule. Are you ready? Let's jump in. Hi, Holly. Thank you so much for being here today. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Good, good. I am so excited for everyone to get to know you today because I talk about you a lot on my stories. I am a planner junkie and I get asked often from friends, what planner are you using now? Because they know I'm always looking for a good planner. And I fell in love with your Crush the Rush planner and your method early this year after first hearing your podcast. It is really helped me to just level up in my vision and help me to slow down and be more present to where it matters and feel a little more balanced. So I would love if you could first just start by sharing how you got here and where you are at today with all of this. Yeah. So hi, my name is Holly Haynes. I'm actually in Columbus, Ohio. I have twins who are seven, one who is sitting outside the door right now as we record. (laughs) So it's very real life in our house. I work full time for a nonprofit doing customer experience strategy. And then I also have a very full-time business. And like Amber, I am also a planner junkie. I tell this story like in my corporate consulting job slash world for the last like 20 plus years, instead of giving us like a title, they asked us to like pick a name. And so people were coming up with like all these names and they coined me the organizer extraordinaire. And basically like my job in the corporate world is to like go into like really messy situations with Fortune 500 companies and clean it up and organize it. And so after a while, I was like, you know what? I think I can do this for like women in business who are building businesses and no offense to like corporate strategy, but it would probably be way more rewarding and a lot more fun to help you know, women business owners. So I started my business in January of 2020. And long story short, actually, the planner came about just as a request from the community, because people started asking me, well, like, how are you planning your day? And how are you like balancing like business and work and family? And 
I was like, oh, maybe I should share like some of my templates or like how I actually do it. So I actually, this is like another side story. I was on my like lunch break. We don't really get lunch breaks, but I was like in the cafeteria of my nine to five. And I, like you, collect planners. And in the back of a planner that I really liked, there was a publishing company. So I <laughs> looked them up and then I called them like on a whim and was like, hey, I'm interested in, in creating a planner. And at this point in time, I had no business, like nothing. Uh, it was a long shot. Thankfully, they were very nice and sort of entertained my thoughts. And I ended up coming back to them when I actually had a business. Uh, And we created this system together of how to appropriately plan your quarter. So three months at a time in a way that makes sense for you to combine sort of real life, family, business, all of your goals, because, you know, you don't get an extra 24 hours to just work on your business. Uh, so the crush the rush planner came from like you, my obsession with planners and then like taking some crazy steps along the way and be like, okay, I'm just going to try it. Like, I'm just going to put it out there and see what happens. And I think everyone really loves it. Like we've sold out every quarter, knock on wood so far. And it's just really simple. Like it's just taking strategy and planning and keeping it simple so that you can be consistent. And I talk about it a lot on my podcast, but like consistency is really where you see results. So finding a way to help you be consistent in whatever category you're working towards is really where you're going to see, you know, momentum. Wow. I love that. And I, you know, that's a really cool story to hear that you just had this idea. You looked up the publisher, you called them, you just jumped right in. I love that. That is a really inspiring story. Yeah. Now it didn't happen like all that fast, but you know, I, yeah, the thought of me calling somebody randomly now like makes my head spin. I'm like, can I really (laughs) do do that? that? But I'm glad I did. I'm glad you did too, so that we all have this amazing planner. I, you know, sometimes when we don't overthink things and we just jump in and do it or we're really passionate about something, we are then motivated just to just to jump in and try it. So I, I love yeah. that you did that. And you mentioned that you started your business in January of 2022. So that mm-hmm. is quite the year to, to start. Yeah. So I had a, have a network marketing background and I had sort of like dabbled in it along the way. And you know, I always knew that I wanted to help women build businesses. And it started with that, but it just wasn't like... I was in it, but it wasn't like what I wanted to do Mm -hmm. for the next like 20 years. So I gave myself a goal going back to planning. And I was like, okay, I'm going to take one year and I'm going to completely like flip the model. I'm going to do something completely different. And if it doesn't work out in a year, then I'm going to, I'll quit. Like I'll just Mm -hmm. move on to something else. So, you know, it's January. I hired a coach. I'm like getting all into it. And then like COVID hit in what, like the second week of February. And I was like, Oh crap. Like this is not a year to have like one of these goals, but I kept going and I continued to sort of pivot along the way. And I think, you know, in hindsight, it probably helped me because everything was so different and everyone was forced to be doing everything differently. And I also was home. So even though it, you know, it was kind of a hot mess with kids being out of school and everyone being home, yeah. I, d- I had more flexibility. So it really forced me to use my own systems and start to share like how I was doing it. And now like every working mom in America was like, how are you doing this? So I, I kept that. sharing and 
18 months later, we're still here. So that's amazing. And that's so cool because you got to share in real life and show how it's working in a time. We talk a lot on this podcast about adjusting and not quitting. Yeah. And that's exactly what you did. You just pivoted and went for it. That's, that's a really inspiring story. I'm glad you shared that part. Yeah. And I think like too, like you get so wrapped up in like the perfect social media or whatever. And like, I, you know, I love a good Canva graphic, so I won't lie, but like, that's what you expect from me. Like it's very real, like behind the scenes, what it looks like. Like that's what I try to share. And I think that's what people appreciate. For sure. sure, Cause we're living it right now. Now you share a lot about you're a morning person. You get up really early. You probably have like a full day of work in before by the time I get up because my listeners know I am not a morning person and that's okay. But at this point in my life with kids and business, I know I need to get up in the morning. I just have to for now. And so I'm learning to appreciate that hour and what it can give me. And I used to feel really overwhelmed of like what it should look like, or I should be like a morning person and it, I should do all these things, but really I'm working through your planner and seeing your method that you have has taken so much pressure off of me and actually helped me to enjoy my mornings, which is a blessing. So thank you for that. Um, Can you share with us, like, what does your Mm -hmm. morning look like? Yeah. So I will first say that I don't love getting up early, but with our schedule and family, like it's just the time that works that allows me to be consistent. So I would say, if you're not a morning person, pick a time where you can be consistent. And that's where you continually show up. So for me, from a business perspective, most of my business work takes place between 6 and 7.30 every single morning. So like if you're a client of mine, I usually respond to you at like 7 Mm a.m. Or if I'm answering DMs, it's usually like at 7 a.m. So 6 to 7.30, Monday through Friday is my like business hours. Like that's when I'm working my business. Before that though, I typically... So I used to be like a 4.30, 4.45 person and I just got burnt out. Like it's just early. So I yeah. have been trying to get up at 5.30, 5 or 5.30 without hitting snooze. And then I go downstairs and I drink a glass of water and I listen to affirmations on my phone. I'm not great at writing them down. I know people like swear by them. I, like it just wasn't clicking with me. So I use Think Up app mm-hmm. and I have custom affirmations that I play. Yeah. And I then I go work out. So I have tried all different schedules. And for me, like just moving my body first is what like gets me going. I actually took that from the 5 a.m. club, which is a book that sort of explains like how your body reacts like when you first wake up like it's I, apparently it's scientifically proven so i was like okay let's try it so i love like just moving first and like having some quiet time to myself mm-hmm. then i'll usually read or journal and then i'll get into my business hours so it's a good like two and a half hour routine and then at about like 7:45 my kids get up and we're like into the into the day Wow. I love it. And I like that you said, you know, I actually just started the Think Up app a couple weeks ago too. Mm -hmm. And before that, I was writing in the planner at the top where it talks about having your daily affirmation. And so Mm -hmm. I loved that part every morning of just writing down just a thought, like an intention for the day. And then there's a spot for gratitude. And I love a little checkbox. I love checkboxes. That made me happy. Yeah. So in the planner, like you said, there's a little space for like one affirmation and like a little space for just like a few, like just moments of gratitude. 
And for me personally, that was what jived because like I said, I, I just had a really hard time writing like a hundred things every day. So it's like quick and efficient, but it's still dialing into like bringing your focus yeah. to what's important on a consistent basis. Cause if I told everyone to go write 10 affirmations down every day, like most yep. people would quit. Cause I mean, it's just hard. And if that's your thing, then you're going to love it. But if it's not, then it's hard. And so it was just a way to like make it simple mm-hmm. and something that's repeatable. I love that. And I like that it's really what works for everybody specifically and individually. Mm-hmm. And I love how simple and small little steps that it was. And one of those steps was move your body. And for me, I don't get my workout in until later in the day, but I added just moving my body in the morning. So like just stretching out on the deck or maybe a quick walk around the block and even just that little bit. So I love that you explained that, that it can work for everybody no matter what. And consistency, you've said that word a whole bunch today. And that is so the key, right? That consistency of just keeping up with these little steps as we go. Yeah. I say all the time that consistency trumps talent because if you're looking to grow and scale your business, most of the time your competition's not going to show up every single day. And I'm not advocating to work like Mm -hmm. seven days a week, but work five for an hour. And most of your competition will not. So it's just a way to get ahead without, you know, having a schedule that is dictating everything you do. I love that so much. Just that consistency. And that kind of ties in with the other part of the planner and your whole method with Crush the Wrath is you talk about the cake method. Mm -hmm. And I know overachievers out there might be skeptical and hopeful at the same time that having only three things on their to-do list each day will actually get them where they want. So why do you think that works? And can you tell us more about that? Yeah. So, you know, I've done a lot of research on different productivity methods and things like that. And one of the things that kept coming up over and over and over again was this like just power of three, like you cluster three things together. So scientifically, there is a reason why you pick three. But for me, you know, I would wake up in the morning and I would make a list of like a hundred things that I wanted to do. Like we've all got that list. And then at the end of the day, I would feel frustrated because I would get like two of them done. And I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't accomplish anything. When in reality, one of those things would be like, I don't know, fix your website or something, which is a big task, right? Like it's not small. And so taking three things a day was a way for me to prioritize, okay, you know, you've got work and you've got kids and you've got all these things going on. Like these are the three most important things that have to happen. So like when you go to bed at night, you're going to feel accomplished. Sometimes it's work. Sometimes it's business. Sometimes it's family. It just depends on what it looks like. And I think a lot of people, you know, will teach like it's all business or it's all personal. And I found that you've got to like bring it all together somehow because you don't get extra time in your day to be like, oh, I've got 10 things to do on my business list. So like, let me figure that out. And so it really helped me very quickly learn like, okay, if the kids have, my girls are in cheerleading, like that's one thing that's going to take like three hours for the day. Cause we got to get ready, like commute there, make dinner, whatever. Maybe I have a podcast interview. And then maybe the other thing is like for my corporate job, like writing a presentation or a meeting or something like that. So those would be like my three things for the day. Everything else that I do is what I call sprinkles. It's bonus. Doesn't mean that you can't do more than three things, but 
a lot of times when you get three big things done, you're like, yes, now I can take a break. Like I can celebrate getting three things done. And then you feel more confident because you're like, oh, well, tomorrow I'm going to do three more. And I like, I feel great because I'm like actually feeling confident that I'm going to be able to accomplish what I set out to do. I love that. And I so appreciate, this was such a game changer when learning your method that you incorporate family, personal, all the different things. And I see your, you usually list your daily three on your stories. And sometimes I might say taco night or something fun like that. And I love that because before I would always make lists and do my top three of just business. And then personal would just be like, getting my workout in or a family event we had going on was just add on and that didn't really allow for like space in our week. And if we had a really busy week or something big, like my kids starting school a couple weeks ago, if that would have just been on Mm -hmm. top of all of that. And now I've learned to, from your help, be able to kind of add that in to the day. Yeah. My favorite thing to do in terms of if you're like, okay, well, like how do I actually make this work? Like start with yourself first. So maybe one of your three things is like working out or going to lunch or whatever, like start with yourself first. I then layer on like, okay, well, when am I going to sleep? And when are we going to eat? And when's that going to happen from a time perspective? And then I will start pulling from like my corporate job or my business tasks. So I put myself and our like family goals first and then layer in the others. And then ultimately you're building a business that works around your schedule instead of running a schedule Mm -hmm. around your business. And I think that's where a lot of people quit because, you know, they start a business because they have this like amazing idea and then they end up working like all the extra hours they have and their family starts to resent them because they're on their phone Mm or they're not seeing the results they want. But if you flip the model and be super consistent on what you're doing and still have time to like, you know, go to lunch with your husband when your kids are at school, then they're going to learn to appreciate your business more, which I found is much more helpful in the long run. So true. That's such a great perspective that way to be able to think of how it's going to just enhance everybody's life because you're making sure to take care of yourself first as well. I love that. Mm-hmm. And we're really yeah. focused here on this podcast about decreasing things that hold us back, like that overwhelm or overscheduling, but also increasing things that help move us forward to that life we really want. Like you were saying that dream ideal schedule mm-hmm. that we're working towards. So what would be a few tips that you could share with us today to help stay consistent with that morning routine or whatever it works for you or planning your day like this? Yeah, a couple of things. So I guess first I would say sleep. Like <laughs> I'm just a big fan that like sleep will solve all problems. It really does. So if you're really looking to like ramp up your morning routine, like think about what time you're going to bed. Because if you're going to bed at midnight and you're setting your alarm for 5 a.m., it's probably not going to work. Like I know if I go to bed past 10.30, like 5.30 is going to be rough. So I have to really like dial in the night before. Um, The other thing that I would say is I typically plan the next day the night before. So I part of my routine is like this transition time between like my 9 to 5 and like going back into family life. I say that when we're all in one house and I'm literally (laughs) upstairs in an office, but at like, you know, five or five 30, I'll sit down and in the planner, I will look at like, well, how did today go? Like what worked well, what didn't, and then how can I adjust tomorrow? And then I will actually time block every single thing for the next day. And for those of you that aren't used to doing this, it might take you five minutes. Like it's not hard 
And so I know when I wake up in the morning, not only what my day looks like and what's coming, but if I'm not prepared, I know the night before. And then I take it a step further and say, okay, I know I have an hour and a half, let's say, to work on my business tomorrow. What are the two things that I want to do in that hour? So the morning is very regimented. Like, I don't want to think in the morning. I just want to move through the tasks. And then, you know, by like nine o'clock, I've got a lot accomplished and I've taken care of myself. I've gotten a good night's sleep. And then your day just tends to go a lot smoother. So I would say the trick is really the night before. Um, if you're speaking specifically on like how to make your morning run yeah, smoother. That's such a good tip. That's a really, really good tip. And to be able to wake up in the morning and just, you already know what you're doing. It's right there. Yeah. You don't have to think yeah. about it. Like no, yeah, we don't need any thinking in the morning. That's for sure. No. I appreciate yeah. that. This is so helpful. You had so many amazing tips. I know everybody's going to be loving this and they're going to want more. So tell us where people can find you. Yeah. So the best place to go is hollymariehaines.com. There's a productivity quiz that cool. you can take and I'll send you all kinds of different tips and tricks that match your personality. The planner is there and the podcast is also there, Crush the Rush. So that's typically where I hang out or I'm on Instagram at holly underscore Marie underscore Haynes. Awesome. And we'll make sure to have all that in the show notes too. So you guys can grab that and take that fun quiz. I already took it too. It was super fun. Um, <laughs> tell The last thing I want to ask you, we love to ask a couple get to know you questions. So the first is what is your favorite way to self-care? Yeah. So I actually have two answers for this. So my like everyday answer is honestly it's probably sleep. <laughs> like sleep is just really important <laughs> I just can't function without sleep so like being able to take a nap on a Saturday or like not work or just be off of social media and have some white space it's like a pretty normal thing for me on the weekends so good but if I'm splurging like I'm I love getting like facials or massages like that's I know everyone's like self-care is not a facial like for me that yeah. is just Really I love fun. It. So those would probably be my two two self-care things. I love all of those things. I'm totally here for every one of those for sure. Those are some of my favorites too. And lastly, what is your go-to Starbucks order? Yeah. So I'm a weird person and I don't drink coffee. Now I have shared this several times. Like I have tried <laughs> to drink coffee and I just like, I can't do it. Like in the fall, I try yep. like, the pumpkin spice latte and I'm like, Oh, I just can't, I can't get into it. So I'm a big tea drinker. I typically will do some sort of like chai tea mm-hmm. latte. So at Starbucks, I mod, I'm like one of those crazy people that like modify it a yep. lot, but the, the chai tea latte with, I get two pumps of chai instead of four. So it's like not as sugary. And then I just do skim milk. Yum. I love it. Personalized. You know what you like. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. That's so good. I'll have to try that sometime. That sounds amazing. Thank you so much, Holly. I really appreciate you being here today and you shared so many good tips with us. I will be chatting with you soon. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you again. Thank you so much for listening today. If you found inspiration from today's podcast, please snap a screenshot and post it on social so that other ambitious women just like you can find this podcast easily. Tag me at Amber Bibelheimer and don't forget to subscribe so you can get access to each and every episode of the Momentum Restart podcast. See you all next time.